0: You're listening to a volunteer-produced podcast from Redemption Story Church. If you'd like to check out other resources or learn more about Redemption Story Church, visit our website at redemptionstory.com. Hi, and welcome to the Redemption Stories podcast,
1: Our ultimate hope with this podcast is to glorify God by sharing about his redemptive work in our lives as believers in Jesus Christ. Each week, Kristen Ellis will host a member from our local body who will share about God's work in their life. We hope this encourages you and deepens your affections for God and your brothers and sisters here at Redemption Story Church. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everyone. Today's guest is wife to Ethan, who you've probably seen dancing in the parking lot a time or two, mom to the cutest baby, Nora. She was, when we needed it, the leader of the disinfectant team, and she used to serve in Story Kids, Audrey Hicks. Welcome, Audrey.
0: Hey, thanks. Glad to have you.
1: So, Audrey, we usually start off every episode by sharing a funny story. What do you got for us today?
0: (laughs) Okay. So, I have cerebral palsy which means I failed at birth. Um, (laughs) There's a huge hole in my brain Mm -hmm. and it makes it to where my left side doesn't work that great. Um, And so my left hand functions like an eight month old baby is -hmm. what I say, which I have an eight month old baby. I think it's pretty accurate. Um, (laughs) And then I limp. And so with my left hand, it's there's tightness. And so I'll kind of like I'll lose things in it. Like I'll have a penny or something, and I'm like, where did that go? I don't know, I don't know, or a key, and it's in my hand, right? (laughs) And so a few years ago, I just kept on noticing that when I was in crowds, my hand always just likes to grab things, and I was grabbing people's butts. (laughs) And I mean, to this day, I I do that. Like, if I'm in a crowd, I'll just grab somebody's butt, and I'm like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. And, (laughs) uh, (laughs) And then, like, also, if I'm, like, holding a drink or anything, really, I'll spill it on myself with that hand. It goes against me, and so right. uh, a few years ago at work, I was telling my coworkers about this, and I was like, I just feel like he—it's a creepy dude. Right. Like my left <laughs> hand is a creepy dude. I think I think he needs a name, and so we named him. I named him Todd. So this is Todd. That's Todd. Okay. And uh, and like Ethan calls him Todd. Everyone calls him <laughs> Todd. That knows his name. Um, and so a few weeks after I named him Todd, uh, in my office, uh, we have medical students. And so a medical yes. student came and I said, hi, nice to meet you, I'm Audrey. And he said, hi, I'm Todd. <laughs> <laughs> and we just all started laughing in the office. And the poor medical student was like, what the what? Heck? And we said... Oh, it's just, that's my hand's name. (laughs) (laughs) Which probably just confused them more. (laughs) Yeah. And then at the end of the day, he was like, well, it was really nice to meet you, Audrey. And it was nice to meet your hand. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. So that's my funny story. That's
1: amazing. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad, yeah, you can have a good sense of humor about it.
0: And if you come to my house, there's a framed picture of an MRI of my brain with a hole.
1: I have seen it, actually. I have. That's right. I've seen it at a game night once. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So, tell us about <laughs> when you came to know Christ.
0: Okay, so, like many people on the podcast before me, I um, grew up in a Christian home. Mm-hmm. Um, I was C.O.C. Church of Christ. Mm. Christ saved me in sixth grade, and I was baptized that night at 10 p.m. because you oh, know I wow. don't want to die and go to hell. That's right. That's right. Um, but uh, you know, I was in my youth group and lived my life. Went to college, stopped following Christ. Mm. Um, and realized my need for him, came crawling back, and he took me in, and mm. I was kind of shocked. You know, I yeah. just, oh, you're going to take me back? Okay, <laughs> then. Um, yes. And then he just straight up, just after that, um, called me into mission work. So I did mission work um, until I was, I don't know, like 26 or 27. Yeah. Um, and then at that point, um, I was uh, living in Mexico, uh, working, I helped start a community center um i was super passionate about it and um but i was i was dating someone yeah. um and we had had a plan to leave in a year with people from mexico to lead it um and so i left uh, left mexico uh, which i loved uh, thought i was going to get married and um it came back yeah and Broke up with a guy, moved to an, an apartment by myself, and um, had never lived by myself without roommates. Sure. Um, started a new job, and just felt alone. Yeah. Um, just felt like, wow, like yeah. God, you had this whole plan for me lined up to do all this mission work, and I felt like, you were really using me and i was doing something i was really passionate about and then i came back to get married and to live that dream out yeah and then you just leave me alone in an apartment by myself <laughs> <laughs> what the heck and so for about 4 months um i just wasn't sure yeah if i knew christ was real yeah. i knew he i knew he was real i didn't doubt he was real but i didn't know if it was worth it yeah uh, I didn't know if it was worth it, uh, if you're going to lose it all. Right. And that's what it felt like. Yeah. Um, and the Lord just let me be there for, mm-hmm. for a good four months. And it took some obedience on my part. Um I actually started going to the village, uh, to this campus at that time. Um, and, and it took me cutting off some some, um, I just knew I needed to follow him in some ways. And then yeah. one of those was coming here and getting into some good theology. Yes. Um, yeah. and, um, just kind of stripping myself of things, you yeah. know, of, of just my own desires. Yeah. Um, and so I did, um, and, and it was good. Yeah, And, uh, and so when I started coming to this church, I, I just started falling in love with Christ. Yeah. Um, and for the first time really, which is embarrassing because I was a missionary, <laughs> but uh, with with COC I just wasn't ever clear on what exactly the gospel was. Sure. And then it was like, this is the gospel. Yeah. And this is what sin is. Mm-hmm. Um and you're a sinner and you need Christ. Yeah. And so I just fell in love with him and um and so Uh, went through steps and uh, through steps uh, really kind of took a step back and realized that I have a lot of, I mean, you know, I know that I have a lot of junk and I know that I have a lot of, I know my history, I know my issues, but I didn't even ever really process through it that I was really ashamed of my cerebral palsy. Mm. And that's, so in steps, Actually, one of my leaders said, "You didn't even mention Surreal Balls in your entire testimony." Oh well, wow. yeah. And I was like, "No, I don't talk about it." Yeah. And 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 then just realized I was ashamed. Yeah. Like, I'm not worthy. Like I don't. I'm not. That's why I'm not married. Like mm-hmm. I'm not married because I don't. I don't. I'm like, what is even my worth? And yeah. so, um, I just kind of I just felt a lot of shame. And and uh, in Psalms 139 has like has been my jam since then in Psalms 139, it says, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's room. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And so I just had to remember that all the time and I still have to. So it's not like an end deal, but there's, you know, it's, it's so interesting because there's a lot of, I can, I can talk about it and I can laugh about it cuz it's funny you should <laughs> you know if you can't laugh at yourself you're ridiculous probably right. but you know um but it, even to this day it's hard for me to sometimes you know if i see my, myself and i'm limping you know i am yeah. sh- there's shame yeah and i think that um you know and i think i think we all have shame yeah. and it's not necessarily surreal palsy for everyone right. obviously but there's something um and so um, I just have to constantly remember that, you know, it's not a, first of all, it's not about me. <laughs> right. It's about Christ living in me um, and that my worth isn't dependent on what I do or what I look like or Amen. anything of that matter. And so I think with every person, you know, you can tell your testimony, but there's probably God is working in yes. so many different ways in your life and you're constantly growing and you're constantly having doubts. You're constantly going through things. Um, And so, you know, at that time, whenever I came back from Mexico and I thought I was all alone and like I don't even have any goals now, um, I remembered that in high school after I graduated from college, or no, high school after high school, I went on a mission trip and I saw this little girl and she had cerebral palsy a lot worse than me Mm -hmm. and she wasn't getting the help that she needed. And it broke my heart and it made me angry and I wanted to help her and I tried to help her and I had no idea how to help her and it was a mess but that is the reason why I went to social into social work and Mm. so I did that and I have my master's in social work and so um and so it's really cool because now I am a social worker for Cook Children's Genetics um and I work with kids with disabilities and I help them um, and I help people every day at my job, and I love it. Yeah. And it's really, it's really neat to see how God put that in my heart um, when I was 18, and I didn't really do anything with that. You know, He didn't. I mean, He, he you know, I didn't really do anything with that until, um, you know, I was 29 or, yeah. or 28 or whatever. And now, um, He's completely using that passion, and so it's really cool to be able to see him just it's cool to see his whole yeah. story yeah this is what I'm doing this is what I'm doing even when you have no idea yeah of course you know and it's it's so it's really cool um it's it's fun to meet families especially with cerebral palsy uh who their kids have cerebral palsy for the they're like one time the family was like oh you're you're normal can we go show you to our family because like you're normal and I was like oh. I'm not like a clown yeah, yeah, like, you yeah. Know, like, what do you uh, <laughs> um but also why do you say so I'm normal like you know what oh, did you think you was know? gonna happen <laughs> <You know>? yeah <laughs> um but you know um yeah but I would just say like too I mean um I know that there are people in our church who have kids with disabilities yes um I know that there are people in our church um that are adults with disabilities yes. and and if you need help if you need um just support but if you need if you have a big bill that you can't figure out how to pay please talk to me because I have a lot of knowledge of resources uh because of my job but also I've I get it yeah and I would love to be there I've helped some families and I'm would love to help others so what
1: a grace of the Lord that he's kind of using all of that all together (laughs) right that um, that the thing that you feel shame about he's using to glorify himself in and that's a beautiful gift. And the fact that he planted that idea in your head at 18 and had other things for you for a while and then brought you back here and how you're using it today still.
0: That's- well, and it was really, it was really ironic because so I feel like I can tell my story and I'm not going to tell anything. I am you know, I'm usually I wouldn't say anything about cerebral palsy. Sure. I can go back and I can tell you things about cerebral palsy, about those things. So in yeah. Mexico, so yeah. God sent me to to Mexico to live and I worked in this this uh kind of slum um and and they lived on like a big hill mountain kind of thing yeah and I and like you know to go to the kids homes like they don't have like stairs, you right. know, they don't, you just have to like climb the mountain. Yeah. Oh my and gosh. so I would just have to, I would just like, all the kids would help me. Oh, so I'd have yeah. like a five-year-old helping me up the mountain <laughs> or down the mountain. Yeah. And it was beautiful. It was That's, just like, God yeah. was like, I got you. Like, yeah. they, And it was so cool too, because, you know, it seemed like, you know. I was this, Amer- you know, white American coming and helping them, but yeah. they helped me, you yeah. know, and they did, and they served me, and they loved me, and they helped me, and uh, but it was just really ironic that God sent me there, yeah, you know? of all the places <laughs> where I'm super no weak. F- no
1: flat ground, Lord, just <laughs> just mountains,
0: <laughs> just mountains, um, but but yeah, but Ethan, do you want me to talk about Ethan? Sure, it's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I was pretty like, uh. Thinking I was going to be single, yeah. Which part of that was was the shame? Like I don't think sure. I'm good enough, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, you know I grew up in a culture you get married in college, so I had failed miserably. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, and so I bought a house, and uh, I, I bought a house, and uh, it was just God's goodness, and uh, I was having one built, um, and then I. Uh, my i was thinking i was going to go uh, foster kids yeah um and <laughs> and then 3 weeks later i met ethan um and ironically well i'd always dated men who were like really kind of depressed and kind of yeah. like down on their Ditch down, yeah, yeah, and then I met Ethan. Very opposite, <laughs> <laughs> and is and it was so cool because I always thought, well, I guess God is just going to give me someone super depressed because it's, <laughs> you know I'm full of I'm joyful, yeah. and so He's going to give me someone depressed to help them. And it mm-hmm. was like, nope, He's going to give you this person who's full of joy, exactly. And so He gave me Ethan, um, and so we started dating. And I, um, I like to say that it was just like we went together and we did, but like, <laughs> I fought against it. Cause sure. I was, fr- I don't know. I was freaked out. I, you know, I'd had like bad experiences. Yeah. And so, um, that, you know, um, but, um, I think when you're for you single girls, when you're looking, when you're dating someone, you know, do they lead you to Christ? Yeah. Um, is your relationship, how you know what what does it look like and who is it leading you towards and who um when I started dating I got more into community we together with him we we got more and more into community um and then he um really helped or he just talked through Calvinism with me and theology and I never even thought through these things and um some kind of church of Christ uh, ideas that weren't great that he would call out. And, um, and it it was just really neat to see, uh, how the Lord was using him to bring me closer to Christ. And also just us as a couple, we were doing you know, we led a VBS together and we, and so, um, so God just had his hand in that. And, and, uh, and so we, we got married right before COVID, yeah. and of course, like we're two centers, man. Yeah, we're two freaking, we're two sinners. <laughs> um, and so you know, and COVID hit, and we thought it'd be really cute as newlyweds to to share an office and work at home. Oh my! And we about killed each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the honeymoon stage ended very abruptly. Lessons learned. Lessons learned. Lessons. <laughs> and uh, and that, and so we. You know, we're not perfect, but I think like the cool thing is uh, we, pr- you know, we pray together every night and that's, and that's yeah. important. And we confess sin to one another yeah. we check in on each other. And we, I mean, last week after church, I was like, I need to confess this sin to you, Ethan, and I need to, I want to walk differently and I want to yeah. walk and, you know, and I think you need to do that. You need yeah. to, uh, couples need to to confess yes. and forgive and remember that you're on the same team Yeah, um. And, and that's, you know, yeah. uh, that's what you need to do. And of course we have Nora and she was born, uh, in May. And, um, I love that. Oh man. I'm, I love that baby. <laughs>
1: she is so cute. And if you haven't <laughs> met Nora, it is exactly what you think would happen when two of the most joy filled people <laughs> have a baby. You have one jolly baby. She is. She's smiling and waving she... and.
0: I didn't. She's just a. I mean, she. I just. I'm like waiting for some. She's a blessing. Yeah. Like she's full of joy. Yes. And she's so sweet. Um, Demi Wright watches her. Oh, okay, yeah. And she while I work, and she says, uh, you, sh- "You have to have another one. that Maybe that one will be like a real baby <laughs> because she's just really sweet." Yeah.
1: No, she's <laughs> precious.
0: Um, and and so. Uh, you know, there, we've I've been through some some tough little valleys. I'm not even you know, and uh, yeah. and and God is good. And God is good regardless of whether or not I have Ethan or Nora. God is yes. good, independent of that, obviously. Absolutely. And He is, <laughs> He is the one that makes life good. Yes. And He yeah. is and when we're not following Him, and Ethan and I are not following Him. We are, we are mad at each other. We are, you yeah. know, these things. Yeah. Um, and so yeah but he is good <laughs> yeah I mean and what
1: a gift to have that of like you know not that the verse about ironing sharpen iron sharpening iron is always about married couples it can be about all believers but what a good example of that of like you're making each other want to pursue Christ more yeah and that's a sweet gift yeah yeah what a blessing from the Lord
0: I'm hoping that Ethan um can he needs to do this while she's still little. We need to make this happen. I want him to baby wear and go dance in the parking lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. It would be weird if she were older, but yeah. Why, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but why she's still so small
1: now is that we got to get the parking team dancing Ethan back.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love I love that about him. Like he's, yes. he's a, he joy, he's joyful.
1: Yeah, he and he just has no cares. Like I love it. Yes. I feel like him and I are the complete opposite humans. Sometimes <laughs> we all ended up. One night where this band was playing, and he just danced with no care. like, he didn't care. From the moment the music started to the moment it ended, and I just remember thinking, oh, I wish I had some of that freedom. But, like, he just didn't care, and I loved it. I was like, that's just Ethan. Like, he's always fun. He's always a laugh at the party, and so are you. I've been to a game night at y'all's house. Y'all are wonderful hosts. And oh, thanks. Just fun to be around. Well, I thanks. like that you're together. We like each other. <laughs> you should. I hope you do. I hope you do. Yeah, so let's say, okay, um, as we're wrapping up in the next few minutes, um, my question for you is, what would you say um, to other people in our church, whether they're parents of kids with disabilities, whether they're adults with disabilities, who are also walking in shame, like you had talked about Mm. with yours? How would you encourage them away from that um, and onto the Lord?
0: Talk about it. Yeah. Admit it. Ask for help when you need help. Yeah. Um uh like as a new mom, I was the first few months I was really afraid to like take her out in public or even to church. I was afraid people were gonna be like Wow, she can't do it. Yeah. Um or look at that poor baby, look at her mom just mm-hmm. like sitting there limping. Um and so say it. Yeah. The devil wants you to not say it. Yeah. <laughs> wants yeah. you to keep that a secret. Yeah. Absolutely, but admit it, and admit when you need help. Yeah, admit when um, it doesn't make you weaker; it makes it, it allows other people to help you. Yeah, absolutely. And um, and so, just I mean, and find find other. I mean, there, Katie Hazelwood is the deacon of um, special, or of I don't know what it's called. I think special is it special needs? Is what no, she doesn't like special. She needs. doesn't. Oh, I don't know what uh, it is. Accommodation. I don't. We'll have to look it up. Accessibility, accessibility minister maybe, we'll ask her what to say. But also, I mean, there's there's others. I'm not going to say their names because I don't. I didn't get their permission. Yes. But there are there are several of us. Yeah. And talk about it because too, you know, I know there has to be adults with autism, or there yeah. has to be, and yeah. we want like we want to be a church that oh, that is welcoming and yes. yes, helpful. And I would say if you have complaints or if something's not accessible, tell someone. Yes. You know, like, tell someone.
1: Yeah, there's always going to be blind spots, so.
0: But let me tell you. Open
1: conversation is good.
0: Christ loves you. Yes. He really does, no matter what, so. Yeah. Yeah, you're not less than.
1: (laughs) That's amazing. No, I'm I'm grateful that you are talking about it and sharing it, and I'm, I'm just grateful for where the Lord's brought you and just what he's doing, like, doing in your life now that you get to be someone who is a bright light to these kids as they come into your work and you get to be someone who's a bright light here at our church is you play a big part in, you know, taking care of those who, you know, maybe feel left out sometimes or, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing to get to see. All right, Audrey. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing. And I I love that you were so quick to do it. You, I, it's, today is Wednesday Uh, For those of you listening, we're recording on a Wednesday. I asked Audrey on Sunday, Mm -hmm. kind of last minute. I didn't expect her to say yes to this week. And yet here we are. She got to me by the end of the day Sunday.
0: I didn't want to overthink it. Yeah. So like, I don't know if I said this on air or if I just said it before, but like you asked me and then the, like, I don't want to sound weird. But like that evening, I just felt the Lord was like, yep, and you're going to talk about your disability. You never talk about it. You're going to talk about it. Um, and so here we are here we are yes and um, we're so grateful and he, then I would overthink it so I was just sure.
1: like sure yeah it. I appreciate it I was like man
0: get it done some
1: people will never respond to my <laughs> <laughs> question they're like sure sure we'll talk about it later and later never comes or they were like months later they'll be like no I don't think that's for me which is totally fine there's people who don't, this isn't their jam oh
0: total disclaimer too do not come up to me after this and tell me that I'm an inspiration <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I am not an inspiration. There you that go. That is the funniest thing. It's really annoying, actually, when people say that. Now people are going to say that. Um, Do
1: not say that to Audrey, I'm everyone. Like,
0: I'm like, how am I an inspiration? I literally was born. Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah. like this. Like, there's yes. no inspiration. Or they'll say, oh, my gosh, this is the funniest. Okay, this yeah. is the best. People will say, you're such an overcomer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it like, shouldn't be funny, but it is funny.
0: Like, I'm like, what did I God. Yeah, like, are you impressed that I can walk? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just did it, you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know what they think. I don't know what they think. I overcome. Like sometimes on, occasionally on social media, I've like said something that I thought was like making fun of my disability or something, sure. and someone will be like, "Oh, Audrey, but you're just such an inspiration. I've overcome so much." And I'm like, "But what? Did, what? what? What exactly
1: did I overcome?
0: Birth." <laughs> 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 that I did. <laughs> well, congratulations on that.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, as we wrap up, just thank you. And I just hope you know, like, how valued you are here as part of our body and how just grateful we are for the ministry that you and Ethan do. And just can't wait to see what little sweet Nora grows up to be. Aw, thanks. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone.